0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a special live edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640. Nope. Ah, damn it. It's not 1640 today. We're on Spotify. I, I apologize for that. We're used to doing... Yeah, trivia's si- off already. The, I can the, the, tell.
1: Maybe we should stop and restart.
0: The the, the, Take six, two. the 1640 and everything, but uh, we are here live today on Spotify uh, I'm the illustrious Mr. Trivia. Alongside me, as usual every week, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster Greg, and joining us on the line as well, all the way from North Carolina, is DJ. DJ, welcome. Hey, how you
1: doing, guys? Hey, yeah, uh, what's up, DJ? We're
0: just here in a remote location here doing the Top Rope Report, and we're going to be doing our WrestleMania recap. But uh, before we do, before we go into that, I guess Greg got some of the. Uh, The scores last night from the pay-per-view prediction show,
1: so maybe we'll go over that first, and then we'll get into night one and night two. There was one determining factor for the overall winner, and the determining factor for that was because he was able to get 70 points by getting every elimination correct in the exact order and predicting the proper winner for the Women's SmackDown Tag Team match which gave me 70 points. Um, Both DJ and Joe struck out 100% in that match. And then Trivia actually had the first two being eliminated correctly in Tamina and Naomi, which gave me a 15-point victory over the second-place person of Trivia. Um, DJ, DJ, you had a horrible second night. Oh, yeah. You had a horrible second night. So Little Nug actually finished in third with 310 points. Um, he started off last night great, and then fl- you know fluttered toward the end. Um, and then DJ had 285 points. I won with 360 points. Trivia had 345 points. And and that's and that's what makes
0: these things so difficult. Because I said to Greg, I said last night I had the first two eliminations right. I was the only one to pick Drew McIntyre to win. Right. I picked the Street Profits to win, and I had the right guy pinning the right guy. But Greg had the eliminations
1: all in a row, and congratulations to him for winning again. I believe that... And and one thing also hurts you is you were the only one, and actually kind of, you know, you were the only one that picked Cena to win the Firefly Funhouse match, which I I don't know what you were thinking when you thought Cena was going to win... The Firefly Funhouse well, match.
0: I sat there last night and I said, I wonder if that's going to count because technically it wasn't even a match. The bell never rang. Yeah, it did. There well, was, he pinned him. There was no referee. You
1: know, Bray Wyatt counted him <laughs> out for three. And then so, it's officially listed. The result is it, the Fiend beat John Cena. But um, what, what did
0: you What did think? Well, we're going to get into night one um, right about now. I, I thought some of the matches in night one For WrestleMania were... Were actually pretty decent. I mean... I thought the the Becky Lynch match was... eh, okay. I
1: thought it was horrible.
0: But what did you guys think uh, was the best match... And the worst match
1: on night one? Well, my... My, uh... Favorite match of night one was... Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. I, I... I I mean... I barely give any other match on on night one... Maybe a C-minus... Um... That was the only match on the card for me on night one that was at least a B. And then I'm going to say because of, I was disappointed as to how the match was, um, the Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler, uh, most disappointed in that match night one. What about you, Deej? Yeah, eight yeah. And a, eight and a half eight and a half minutes. Yeah, I I agree with the Seth Rollins
0: match. I mean, that was definitely that that could have definitely been my my show stealer on the first night. I mean, that was a great match. I'm kind of glad they
1: restarted the match. Right, I was pissed when it first ended like that, and I was actually in a a, a chat group um, through Facebook called Busted Open. And, and I actually, I mean, I put a little negative comment and boy, did I get beat up for saying one thing. Like, this has been, the comment I made was, this at best is, and it was just before the Rollins Owens fight. Um, I, I literally put, this has been the most average pay-per-view I think I've ever seen in my life. And it's, you know, and I'm really disappointed. Oh, my God. Did I get the shit kicked out of me by people? <laughs> well, what are you doing? What do you think? Why don't you go stand in the middle of an empty arena and try to put on a good show? These guys are working their asses off. I'm like, yeah, they might be working their asses off, but Vince is the one that's telling them what to do in the back, and I think it's stupid. Well, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed watching... Night
0: two more than I did night one. Even though there was no crowds on both nights, it just seemed that night two was more like the crowd was there. Because like I told Greg, I said, I was surprised to see Charlotte and Rhea Ripley starting off night the match on night two, and that was an amazing match. It really was. That was awesome. I mean Rhea Ripley has got a tremendous future. In the WWE, and then Bianca Bianca Belair showed up, and it was like, well, well, she showed up later on, but
1: yeah, during the Street Pass yeah.
0: match, and it was it was no. that was just a totally there was match.
1: one fan at WrestleMania. There was yes, there was.
0: Oh yeah, the fan, yeah, yeah, I saw that the fan <laughs> on the ceiling, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean uh-huh. that both of those matches, I mean that match could have gone either way last night, Charlotte and Rhea. Yeah, I mean that. Imagine if the crowd was was there last night and they had a full house in an arena. Imagine how loud that would have been. Yeah. But one of the interesting things I thought about, which was I thought was pretty cool, by not having a crowd there, is you could actually hear them talking to each other. Right. Yeah, I mean, you could really hear
1: everything they were saying, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I I had a I had a little issue, and and as soon as it started to happen, I I thought it was over. Um, the way Rhea Ripley was screaming so loud about the knee, I, I, overselling it in my opinion, big time. Cause I think yeah. it made her look a Makes lot it. weaker. Yeah. Um, she's screaming at the top of her lungs, but then she picks her up and there's no issue giving her, right. you know, a, um, a German suplex or, you know, doing this, doing that. And then she limps a little bit more. If it's going to be something that hurts that bad, you can't put any weight on it. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh maybe it was just me nitpicking a little bit too much, but My my take on
0: night one, I gave it a D. I would have to say my my take on night two was definitely a high B plus. A minus to B plus. For night two, because they really went all out. All yeah, because
1: the... even, even a couple of the quote-unquote dud matches that were on night two, I mean, Otis, Ziggler, Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley, I wasn't really expecting to be entertained at all, and I was. Yeah, and I was
0: surprised. I mean, I, I got lucky on night two, because when I saw the Otis-Dolph Ziggler match, first of all, I said, well, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair is a much more important match than Dolph Ziegler and... Otis, so why not put Dolph Ziggler and Otis on first to start the show? They then, never
1: start off with a real crappy match. Yeah,
0: and then I realized. Well, I, I was surprised when I picked Otis to win. That, that kind of, I kind of lucked out there, and then I kind of thought. Then I kind of thought, you know, Aleister Black, Bobby Lashley. I had Aleister Black in that match, and it was like, man, that's. I was surprised. I, 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 I caught that one as well, but I thought. Uh, I thought night two was was like it was when there was a crowd there. I mean
1: everybody was competing at the highest level. Well, I don't I don't think the guy I don't think the people on night one slacked off. I just think them just the matches themselves just were duds. Yeah. I mean I I I I'm imagin well, I'm not gonna imagine, but I, I'm speculating on my own that there had to be something in the Shayna Baszler Becky Lynch match that caused it to end as quick as it was. Right. Don't know if there was an injury or, or something or what, but you don't build up Shayna Baszler to be this big monster like that, and then have her get beaten in a roll up. Yeah. You know she's got her in a thing, and then Becky just rolls her over, and boom! Now all of a sudden, oh, match is over. Wait, wait huh? Yeah. What? I, huh? I was looking down to get my yeah. drink for a second. And All of a sudden, you're ding, 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 and I'm like, what? Yeah. What the? What? What the fuck yeah, did I, I miss?
0: DJ, are you outside? I can tell because we can hear the wind. Um, yeah, so we got... Uh, yeah, so that, that's what I thought, too, because, you know, they made Shayna, like Greg said, you know, they made Shayna out to be this monster. I mean, she ripped right through the elimination chamber, and then all of a sudden, boom, the match ends really quick. Uh, another question about I want to talk to you guys about from last night's match for night two, Edge and Randy Orton. Are we gonna? Was that the last we saw of Edge? No. I mean that was a a, a beating that both guys took.
1: Yeah. I mean it was over. It was an over thirty minute match. And, really? And wow. Every minute of it they deserved. Yeah. Um I, I I thought it was I thought that was a great match. Um, I don't think they're moving around too quickly today.
2: <laughs>
0: uh you know, bouncing back and forth from night two to night one. Um, one thing that I was kind of disappointed in, not because he lost, but I thought it might have been a better match, and this goes to the um stamina aspect, Greg. I understand he's an old man, but what was Goldberg's
1: match? Three minutes. Two minutes and ten seconds. Two minutes
0: and ten seconds. We had
1: six minutes and forty-five seconds of total action between the two matches that have the most prestigious belts in the business, the Universal Title and the WWE Championship.
0: And both matches
1: went a total of six. Total minutes. of six minutes and forty-five seconds. Wow. Drew McIntyre and Brock. L- Go ahead, DJ.
2: Yep. Oh,
0: don't yep. To, right? Yep. It didn't
2: make sense to me.
0: I know that was. I mean, when he hit when he hit Strowman with the with the first spear, and then he hit him with the second one. I said, "Is he going to jackhammer him?" And oh, no way
1: in hell could he could. Well, he jackhammered
0: uh, the, he he jackhammered the Big Show in WCW. But that was
1: when he was dude. He oh, could yeah, barely hold up. He couldn't hold up the Undertaker. Yeah,
0: that's true too. He was. not I mean, he wasn't fifty four years old back then. Right. Too. He that's,
1: could barely hold. He couldn't jackhammer the Undertaker. It was just a regular soup, you know, regular power slam. Picked him up, and he couldn't hold him up at all. That was part of the reason why that match was so horrible.
0: So I'm really hoping, as much as I you know, liked watching him during his career, I really hope this will be the end we see of Goldberg. I, I really hope so. I mean, he had his run. He was, what, a four-time champion? He won both titles. So if he's going to ride off into the sunset, go spend some time with your family. Thanks for the memories, Bill. And right. Stroman's turn now. Yep. So, I, I mean... Now, I noticed that they advertised Money in the Bank for May 10th. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, it looks like they're going to try and pull it off. Yeah. I mean, the first match on night one... I know Gregors was smiling when Biscuit Butt and Nikki Cross won, but Nikki Cross has gotten so much better in the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah, she definitely has. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm ex, you know, excited for the fact that Alexa Bliss is a champion again. Um, I was more excited for the fact that I predicted that match to open up night one. Yeah. Um, but I'm really happy for Nikki Cross because she went from just being a joke of a person and a freak with sanity to being now the well, one of two people. To be a two-time women's tag team champion.
0: Yep, she she went to make she's made herself relevant now.
1: Yes. Uh
0: What did you think about that match, Dean? I, I gave that like four stars on that match. I thought it was I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a great match. I mean, like you guys were saying, Nikki Cross came
2: a long way, and I think working with one of the best in Alexa Bliss definitely helped. You know, seems like she's taking a lot from her, or not taking from, but learning a lot
1: from her, and, you know, she, she's definitely called herself, you know, one of the, a uh, women, a women. Okay,
0: sorry about that, yeah, DJ. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Um, Yeah, guys, you want, like you were saying, DJ?
2: with Alexa
0: Bliss you know, for this time I think really helped her her out a lot. You know? Absolutely. Uh, she, she, <laughs> yeah, go ahead.
2: She just, uh, she just came a long way
1: and, and I think she's got a lot more in her. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and I, I think back <laughs> to the, uh, you know, months ago when there there was the original pairing, um, I think WWE made the the, the great decision of not having Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross turn on each other um, and remain a tag team, remain together, having Nikki Cross join her as, you know, quote-unquote co-host for, you know, the, a moment of bliss, I, I think that was a very good decision. And uh, my next question is, is I'll take a line from Goldberg, who's next? Right. Who Who can we see them feuding with?
0: Yep. And, I mean, because obviously... Um, what you call it? Uh, Sonya and Mandy are over. Yes. Yeah. I mean that was that was a surprise yeah. last night when I saw her come out and smack Sonia Deville.
1: Well, no. As soon as you saw, I mean, I didn't think it would have happened last night, but what, was it know. me or did Sonia Deville did Sonia Deville look really hot last night? She always looked really hot when she comes to the ring. I mean, it was it was like wow. You know, I've always said. Perfectly you know, waste of a perfectly good woman making her a lesbian. Yeah. You know? So it's uh
0: it was like I said, you know, night one I really wasn't uh really too impressed with night one. I mean, like you said, the Undertaker match was just like something out of a movie scene. Uh, you know, when the fe- when the fence went down and all those guys in the yeah. And the hoods came out and everything. That was just...
1: And I, I thought maybe when that happened, I thought, okay, here comes Kane. I'm thinking Kane was going to come out and help him knock, you know, take out those guys. And then, as I said last night, I thought when, you know, AJ Styles put The Undertaker in the in the grave and he got on the tractor, I thought, and I still think it would have been better for WWE if Michelle McCool had shown up and, like, thrown him off of the tractor and then The Undertaker come out of the grave.
0: I was waiting for Michelle McCool to come out last night, as, uh, show up last night. No, just it like, would have been Saturday night. Or Saturday night. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, that was, you know, not that was decent. I mean, you know, as far as night two, though, I mean, I just can't get over how well last night the ending of WrestleMania was was kind of amazing. Even though there was no fans, I was still really into it. Um, the, like I told Greg earlier on the way down today, I said, you know, maybe Lesnar's got a, got an issue with stamina because his matches don't seem to go longer than five minutes anymore.
1: Well, I mean, he lasted over a half an hour at the Royal Rumble, you know, granted he had, you know, um, you know, a minute to a minute and a half cause he was just beating the shit out of people and throwing them out. Um, but I, I just think that. He has a very, very, very limited move set. Always has, always will. It's always, you know, suplex, suplex, suplex. And that's yep. where the, you know, suplex city bitch came from. Um, and the older he's gotten, that's all he does. He can't do... He doesn't do anything else. Yep. Um, wow. Actually, when Drew McIntyre opened up the match with the claimer, I thought it was over right there. Yeah, really? I'm like, okay, here's another one-minute match. Um, so I was, you know you know, surprised. Um, once Lesnar started throwing him around doing F5 after F5 after F5, I was like, okay, you know, the first one was one second. Second was two seconds. Third one. That'll be it. It'll be over. And then when he kicked out, I'm like, okay, I can go to bed. Drew McIntyre's going to win. Yeah. Um,
0: did you guys, were were you guys expecting and, and waiting at that moment for a Sasha Banks turn last night?
1: I was kind of waiting for it. Well, Kind of. I mean that that's one thing I thought that Bailey was gonna wind up pinning Sasha and that was gonna cause an issue. Um I knew Lacey Evans was gonna do the that's exactly what I predicted, you know. Hmm. Um Lacey Evans was gonna hit her with a, a woman's right and then Sasha didn't get pinned, although it was Lacey, not Bailey. Um but I think that's the beginning of the friction between the two of them. Um I think that's a match that they that they need to put in front of a bunch of fans. Right. Um, that's, you know, I, I think a couple of the title changes were expected. Um, I think that's the only reason why it happened, but I think some of the title changes, um, you know, Daniel Bryan not going over on Sami Zayn. I couldn't believe that. Um, I think that's because, you know, there were no fans. Right. Um, you want to get that big reaction. Um
0: now I know some of the matches were pretty long, some were pretty short. Do you have the times on? Uh, yeah. On both nights. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, yeah. Greg's gonna get that for us. We're gonna be uh, checking on the times of of the matches because there were some long matches,
1: there were some short matches. I mean, was there any specific match you were? No, just. Uh... Okay. Well, I, I don't. Doesn't matter about the pre-show matches, but right. Um, the women's tag match was 15 minutes and five seconds. Elias and Corbin was nine minutes flat. Um, Becky Lynch Shane and Baz, as we said, was eight and a half minutes. Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan was nine minutes and twenty seconds, rather disappointing. Um, the men's triple threat ladder match was nineteen, sorry, eighteen minutes and thirty seconds. Kevin Owens and Rollins was seventeen minutes and twenty seconds. As we said, Braun Strowman and Goldberg was two minutes and ten seconds. And then The Undertaker, AJ Styles' uh, movie was 19 minutes long. Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley was 20 minutes and 30 seconds, and well-deserved for the performance they did. Absolutely, yep. Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley was only 7 minutes and 20 seconds. Otis beat Dolph Ziggler in 8 minutes and 15 seconds. Reg, Reg, Reg and Andy Orton. <laughs> Edge and Randy Orton was 36 minutes and wow. 35 seconds. Um the street Profits won in six minutes and twenty seconds. Um, that was, in my opinion, by far the worst match of night two. Yep. Um, Bailey won in nineteen minutes and twenty seconds. Um, the Fiend and Bray Wyatt still the Fiend Bray Wyatt and John Cena are still trying to figure out if that was a match or not. Was thirteen minutes, and then as we said, Drew McIntyre went over Brock Lesnar in four minutes and thirty five seconds. Now guys, would you
0: have thought that night two and now all kidding aside and all you know, even though they had the title matches last night, would you would you have thought or would you have right. been disappointed if the WWE oh, put the edge that. Randy Orton match on last as a main event?
1: Yeah, I mean, the last two matches, you know, Bray White and Cena and then, you know, the title match, I mean, really kind of ended the the night on a blah, right. um, although happy that Drew McIntyre won and Brock Lesnar's no longer the champion, but I mean, I wish they'd put that match first, because now would have given me another 25 points, that's <laughs> the match I wanted first, but no, I mean, I, I liked where it was positioned, I really did, honestly, right in the middle of the show. Yeah. Um, you know, gave you, gave you, you know, really, really, really high. And I mean, unfortunately for the Street Profits and then Austin Theory and, you know, Garza, their match became even more insignificant after it because, you know, nothing was going to, you know, live up to that hype of that match. But I I mean, I, I don't know if I want, would want to have seen that last match. I think the biggest title in the business needed to close the show on the second night. Yeah. And it was a good,
0: uh, you know, it was a good performance. Like I said, I mean, Edge and Randy Orton went; they probably covered every inch of the performance center. Yeah. Last night they were all over the place. Yep. And then you you looked at Rand, you looked at Edge when he went to give him the concerto, and he was visibly upset. And is it, is it going to be something where is that the end of this, or is it going to be something that's going to happen?
1: Maybe in Money, in it, maybe
0: another one at Money in the Bank.
1: No, I don't. I don't see another match between these two. I don't, and I don't see. I don't see Edge again until. Personally, I don't think we'll see Edge again until SummerSlam. Yeah, because that's probably take him how long to recover? Well, he. That's. I mean, his contract is. Yeah. You know, Twenty-five appearances and three matches. Well, he's already been in two matches. Yeah. You know, he was in the Royal Rumble. And he was at WrestleMania. I mean. So, literally, I mean, technically, in his contract, he has one more match this year. Right. You're not going to put that at money in the bank and then so hey, see you later, see you next year. No, I think you'll let him rest and relax, especially everything that's going on. Um, we don't even know if, I know they taped Monday Night Raw already. No idea what's going on, what shows going forward. You know, Orlando's on on pretty much lockdown where you can't have more than five people in a place at a time. How do you do a show if that's the case? So I don't know even what's going on or how they're going to handle it now.
0: Right. Um, Do you think that the WWE could have maybe done some of the shuffling of the matches maybe a little bit better? Did they want to see the match did they put the matches on night 1 to see how uh, I can't say a crowd reaction because there was no crowd but to see what kind of reaction the people that were watching it were going to get and then put the the good matches on night 2 to close out the pay-per-view
1: um I, I don't know i I don't i mean on paper when you look at it i mean i don't think that they but they were putting a lesser show on night one than night two. Yeah, I mean, you know, Becky Lynch, you know, was on, on Saturday. I mean, you know, you, I don't. Know, Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn, the triple threat ladder match. Uh, I mean, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Those were all put on on Saturday. I don't think they generally meant for the matches to be as you know, quote unquote, floppy as they were. I think they anticipated them being as good as night two. Now, do you guys think it might have
0: took something away from the pay-per-view? Let's just say, you know, it's not. it would have never happened. But let's just say the WWE decided to put all the title matches on the second night. Do you think that would have done something to the validity of the pay-per-view? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Deej, what do you think? It definitely would have. Yeah. They have to at least put, at least more, you know, a couple on night one. You know, well, have, a, have a title change. Yeah. Well, I know Garza, in theory, they could actually be a pretty decent team. You know, I mean, not a great team, but, I mean, they could be, you know, a pretty decent team because they, they actually had some uh, some talent for somebody who was only thrown together a week ago. But, uh, yeah, but like we said, you know, it looks like Money in the Bank is going to go off on to, on May the 10th. Well,
1: right now, I mean, we don't know. It's, we don't know. I mean... You know, it's in Baltimore, Maryland, um, which is, you know, closer to the Northeast than Orlando. And things up here in the Northeast are a lot worse than they are anywhere else in the country. Um, so, you don't know. We It's scheduled. Right now it is scheduled. Um, but then again, you know, up until, what, two weeks ago, WrestleMania is supposed to be in a big football stadium with 80,000 people. And then they changed that, you know, two weeks ago. So we'll have to see what happens. Yep. But I mean, as far as any
0: news and rumors and you know, Bleacher Report comes out with a lot of good stuff. But uh I mean as far as the WrestleMania show, I mean it 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 was it was WrestleMania, one of the big four. I'd have to say it was probably well obviously it was gonna be Right now, out of the three pay-per-views, I thought it was it's right up there in, in the top three, obviously. But uh, it's just something that you know you're so used to seeing WrestleMania in these huge crowds with all these pomp and circumstance, and uh, they've had four pay-per-views so far this year. Four.
1: Yeah.
0: Rumble. Super Showdown. Super Showdown. Elimination, Elimination Chamber. Elimination WrestleMania. Chamber. Yep. Okay. And uh, I mean, if if you could take away one thing from this whole pay-per-view, uh, DJ, what would it be? Universe there. To do, that. Have a good show. do you think it would have been a different turnout with Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn if there was a crowd there? Yeah, absolutely. It would have been a whole different turnout for every match. Yeah, because I mean, maybe not, maybe not. You know, the, the result of the match, but you know, it would just every match would have been a little different.
2: All the pops we would
1: have got on a lot of these matches, and, and all the food and the chance. I mean, it would have just been—it would have been so much better. Yeah. Now somebody, somebody had admi- uh, before WrestleMania happened. They they posted this on that once again that that busted open page that I'm I'm a member of. um That what they thought because WWE has you know not infinity amount of money, um, and then with today's technology that what they should have done is they should have maybe done a random lottery of a couple, you know, a thousand or so people or 2,000 people um, and put in, like, TV sets or screens or something there um, to actually, quote-unquote, have a live audience that was there to watch to to help build up an atmosphere um, for the wrestlers. Just, you know, so you have people that are cheering, people that are booing, you, you know, and stuff like that. Um, how difficult that would have been, and how much time it would it take to wire in fifteen hundred, you know, TV screens to have these people. And then what happens if, <laughs> you know, their internet's not working or something happens? You know, because you know, modern day technology. Yeah, it's great, but it's not always a hundred percent. Right. Um. You think that would have been stupid, or do you think that's something that? No, I think it would have been interesting to 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 do
0: that because. You know, when you saw Drew Gulak outside, the only one doing the yes chant, that was that was kind of funny. But if they could have piped that in, or they could have piped in something like with the like you said with the TV screens and everything else, I think it would have been, it would have been really interesting to see that. Yeah, would have probably made it a little better. Yeah. I, I still, still think all in all, they should have waited for WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. And you uh, know. The bad part about it, you know, is with this virus, this coronavirus going around and everything, it, it it takes away from, you know, from a lot of things. But, you know, you can understand, there you know, everybody's looking out for the safety of, of all the people. And, you know, I'm sure they do the distancing maybe in the locker rooms and stuff like that and getting everybody ready. But, uh, you know, it's like everything else I I tell people. I have say, you know, eventually, it's not going to be anytime soon, but eventually I believe we're going to get through this and everything will be... You know, still it'll still be uh in the back of our minds it will still be keeping close eye on everything,
1: but uh but I mean as far as Yeah, that that's interesting part of it. I mean, okay, so you you get to the point where we get you know, we get over the hump of this curve, um and then you know things start to curtail and even just say a month later um, they, they changed the rules from, okay, you know, gatherings back to, you know, 10 or, or under or, or 20 or under, um, which allows them to be a little bit more, um, or even if they say, okay, you know what, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're past, the, you know, the worst part of it, let's, let's, you know, quote unquote, reopen the country and, you know, how, I mean, how excited or how. What's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for?
0: Enthusiastic?
1: Um, Yeah. Are, are you going to want to be to go and go into a, an arena and sit directly next to a stranger? I mean, I I see, you know, people buying, okay, two of us are going. I'm going to buy four seats. That way I know I have at least have one empty seat in between me and somebody else.
2: Right.
1: You know, and I think that's something, because there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, very, 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 you know, health conscientious even before all this with sanitation and cleanliness and stuff like that and and with something like this i mean i know people who said okay you know i'm 90 days after they give the all clear and and the world goes back to normal that's when i'll start going back out into public functions there's a lot of people like that so i mean it's just gonna have a long lasting effect on on everything yep and like i said you know
0: it's taken a lot of things and a lot of people with it this virus and it's sad that everything is is gone the way it is, but I believe that you know, eventually somewhere along the line, might be months from now, might even be a year from now, you can't tell, you really don't know. But we'll we'll get through this and things will get back to an even keel possibly. But getting back to what we're here for, um, one of the matches I thought was. Was pretty interesting. Now, but let me get your take on. Does it look like they want to give Drew Gulak a push? Yeah. Why? I mean,
1: else, why else you gonna Why else you gonna pair him with Daniel Bryan for any reason?
0: Yeah, because I mean, what a what a guy to learn the ropes from Daniel Bryan. I mean, th- there's a guy that's definitely first first ballot Hall of Famer. Definitely, they're not going to make him wait to get in the Hall of Fame. The man's done everything in the business. And what a better person to learn from and get your knowledge and get the push you deserve than Daniel Bryan. And, yeah, I I was glad that somebody finally got their hands on Sami Zayn even though he won the match. Yeah. But um, Daniel Bryan was actually looking. You see the look in his eyes in some of those moves he was doing. He He was pretty pissed. Yep. Yep, so... But I know he's looking something up here. No, so just
1: was, oh. through the matches. Uh, just, yeah, Deej,
0: I mean, if you could take, uh, I mean, are we going to see somewhere along the line, maybe at another pay-per-view or maybe build it up on house shows, Sonya and Mandy against each other? I mean, probably, because, I mean, there ain't
2: really nothing else to do with them, I guess. I mean, at this moment, anyway. Right. And, yeah, most likely, we probably will. I mean...
1: If, if they didn't plan on doing it, they probably wouldn't have had her come out and smack her, you know? Yeah. Right. So, and introduced yeah, this mystery person that knows, that knew the truth. Um, that was interesting. I'd like to find out who that was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I read on, I wonder, mean... wonder
0: if it was Tucker.
1: No, it was, you saw the silhouette, it was too small. Oh. Um I, somebody, I... I Was trying to actually find it the other day, Um, but when the original thing came out on on SmackDown, um, they said Mustafa Ali's um, symbol or whatever was in the back on a TV screen. So it was speculation that it was Mustafa Ali. But does that mean that we're going to see a Dolph Ziggler Mustafa Ali feud? Because that I wouldn't mind. I don't want to see Otis and Mustafa Ali. Right. I had no desire in that, but maybe Mustafa Ali and Ziggler, or is it um, a woman from a woman from NXT, maybe coming up um, to feud with Sonya Deville or Mandy Rose? And I just looking through the roster, I don't know who would be ready to come up to feud with either one of them for any reason.
0: Right. DJ said maybe it was Bobby Roode. I mean, you know, you don't see them around. Uh, Also, Bobby Roode and they're
2: they're ready to pull them apart from each other now. You
0: know. Yeah. Another thing too is, uh, you know, there was the WrestleMania. They had quite a few matches. They had quite a quite a few wrestlers on the show. No Ruby Riot. Nope. I mean, I know she's back, but. Is there an underlining issue with her? I don't know. Well, travel. I mean yep. she's
1: from Michigan, so maybe oh, she yeah. just
0: couldn't get to And in the beginning of the women's SmackDown match last night, Tamina was looking pretty
1: strong. I mean Yeah, I mean yeah. I mean she's great with those uh you know those um Oh my god, what <laughs> kicks that she can't reach people's face so she kicks them in the stomach. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh yeah, so it's it's it was interesting. I mean, you know, the the WrestleMania to me is always a pay per view. I look forward to every year. Took a little bit out of it without the crowd, but they yeah. I believe that they you know they made up for it. And you know, because when you see it on TV and you see it on the arenas, you really can't hear them talking to each other. And that was one of the things I liked about it because you could hear Charlotte. Talking to Rhea Ripley, you can hear Rhea Ripley saying stuff to Charlotte that you normally can't see or hear on the pay-per-views as well because of the crowds. Right, right. Even Bailey. I mean, Bailey was pretty vocal last night as far as you know things are going on. And AJ Styles, you know, calling the Undertaker an old man. And but uh, yeah, so right now, like I said, we are on uh, Spotify Anchor. Unfortunately, we were unable to go. Uh, with TalkShoe so we want to apologize for those people that listen on both shows if you're listening on Spotify and you also listen on TalkShoe hopefully next week we'll be back on TalkShoe in a different capacity again until we can actually find a place to you know get back into the studio and do the, the show itself but we're like I said we're in a remote location where we're keeping our distance from most people and just uh getting to do the show and you know we got to bring out we got to bring the information out to the people and we're trying to do it as best we can but trying to be as safe with ourselves as possible
1: yeah so going forward because i mean you know wrestlemania i mean it's it it, it's i mean like us it typically tends to be a uh either like where storylines end or where storylines start um so, I mean, obviously, we, we, we you know, I don't know what's going to happen next with, with Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler. Um, I don't know who's going to be next for Drew McIntyre. Don't know who they're going to line up for Braun Strowman um, and things like that. Um, so, I mean, so, DJ, I mean, the two biggest belts, you know, Braun Strowman holds a Universal title uh, and um, Drew McIntyre now holds a WWE Championship who would you, who do you think, and/or who would you like to see next in a feud with either one of those two guys? Well, I feel like they had every plan to put the title on Roman Reigns, so I feel like he'll probably be in the
2: mix, um, which I wouldn't mind seeing at all. Um, I feel like. I feel like Braun Strowman deserves the title, but I, I just don't think they really wanted to give it to him. Um, I feel like he'll probably end up probably end up fighting Roman. I mean, I don't know how they'll make that happen but they'll have to. And then I feel like with Drew, I, I don't even know. I haven't really thought of it. I mean I wanted him to win the title, but I didn't think he would yet. So right. I kind of thought this would go a little farther. But I, didn't, I haven't really thought of it. And, I mean, they not. They haven't really showed him really thinking with him alone, being that he's just turned, you know, face. So I'm not – I don't know. I'd have to think about that
0: one. Yeah, depending on, uh, on his health. I mean, I think we're ready to look at – we're ready to see a Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns – feud somewhere down the line for the title i could could definitely see that happening as far as drew mcintyre goes i mean the the man is still this guy is still a name he's still a, a a good wrestler he was good enough to be on a wrestlemania card but they never put him against brock lesnar but i think drew mcintyre bobby lashley might be a pretty decent match I don't. I, I mean, don't, not a great match, but I mean, I think it'd be a pretty decent match because Bobby Lashley's a strong son of a bitch, and he's, you know, he's got that MMA background, which uh, for some reason he's not really using much of it. But uh, you know, even Drew McIntyre, Alistair Black could be a good match. I mean, I would,
1: I would enjoy seeing that. I think Alistair Black. I think Alistair Black needs to go after Andrade first. Um. I mean, I like Bobby Lashley move, but they need to
2: take Lana away. I mean, I think that's just ruining
0: them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep, and I, I think totally that's why. Agree. I think that's why they got rid of that other guy there, Leo Rush. He I was feel kind. Like they just making him look soft now. Like he, he, Bobby Lashley's
2: a big, mean guy. They need to make him look big and mean, not soft with a little, you know, with a woman there screaming, and screaming on top of her lungs in the background.
1: Right. With the old man's thing, you know. Right. I mean? Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know he just came off of a loss from WrestleMania, but I think somebody that I'd like to see, and I wouldn't even mind seeing it build up to a main event at, at SummerSlam um, to go against Drew McIntyre. And I think DJ I like this one is Randy Orton. That would
0: be awesome. Yeah, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre would be would definitely yeah. that would definitely be a, a an end of the show, an end of the pay per view type match.
1: Yeah. And then with Braun Strowman, I think you know, I think you just kind of have to have him, you know, hold the title until Reigns um, is ready to step back in the ring. Yeah, I think that's that. That's I don't know who you put him up against between them. I mean, maybe it's something with Nakamura again, and you know that's that's where I thought maybe they would take the belt off of Sami Zayn and give it to Daniel Bryan. Because if Braun Strowman is going to win, obviously he can just continue the feud that he had with Cesaro, Nakamura, and Sami Zayn to tide them over until Roman Reigns came back. Um, so, I mean, maybe it's a heel turn for you know, Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens gets involved temporarily.
0: Um, can you guys get behind a Braun Strowman-Daniel Bryan type title match? And I, mean,
1: I, I can get behind any match Daniel Bryan in, So,
0: <laughs> and and would it be and would it be a a Goldberg Lesnar type match? that will be quick, or will it be like Daniel Bryan and Goldberg, where Daniel Bryan was getting beat up the first Daniel half Bryan Lesnar. Or mean. Daniel Bryan Lesnar. Yeah. You know he he was, he was getting dominated the first half of the match, and the second half of the match he started coming on. W- would that be a match that you'd be interested in seeing? Did, yeah, I mean Daniel.
2: Bryan in a match with anyone is great. I mean, no matter who it is, how big or small they are, he always seems to make it a really good
0: match. Well, he, they might have him against a broomstick next month for a main event, and that'll, that, that'll draw a big crowd. Yeah. Because, like you said, Daniel Bryan with anything is is good. But,
1: yeah, so. Yeah, the only other, I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I would, I you know, I would, I would like to see, you know, Alistair back. Alistair Black step up to challenge Andrade. Um, I think they can continue with the Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, um, raw tag titles. I don't, I don't know who they have in line. Maybe the Viking Raiders, um, kind of turn heel again, and maybe you can put them back in the throw in the fray with, uh, the, uh, Street Profits, um, the tag titles on SmackDown. I mean, Miz and Morrison, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean yeah I like them but I'm I'm over the New Day and the Usos. They need to get somebody else um back into the fray there and then I don't know what they're going to do with Becky. I don't know if I mean the Rhea Ripley charlotte thing can obviously carry on a little longer. Um I think we all see, you know, Bailey Sasha on the horizon. But the the women's tag division which, you know, is just really, you know, an afterthought. I mean The only tag team I could imagine coming back, and I'll say, to get into a feud with them would be the Iconics. We know that they've been taken away for a while, and it was reported they were being rebranded. I know Peyton Royce has changed her look. Um, I actually saw a picture, whether it was true or not, of Billy Kay now being a blonde as well, um, which didn't look right at all. Um, but other than, you know, what other tag teams are out there that are currently constituted that right. can can, you know, challenge for the title.
0: And can you put Ruby and uh Sarah Logan back together? I mean, and if they do, what what's that gonna do? I mean, you said Peyton Royce, you know, changing her changing her look. How can she get any hotter? But uh other than that, I mean, you know, Greg makes a valid point. I mean, you know, there's they're doing this stuff with the women to try and build up the women's division, but it looks like you're running out of people to put with each other. And now that Becky, well, obviously this isn't the end of Becky and Shayna, obviously, but is there gonna does that mean? I mean, she's beating everybody on the roster. Are they gonna bring somebody else up, or bring somebody quote unquote back? Right, or bring somebody yeah. else back to to go against Becky because Becky's been champion over a year now because she won it at last year's Wrestlemania. Yep. And she's beaten everybody on the roster and if they could bring somebody up from NXT to challenge Becky Lynch, DJ, who do you think it would, who who, would you like to see him bring up? Man, I mean, I don't think there's anyone really worthy enough to come up yet. Well, Um, you know, you know the one I like, but I haven't seen—I haven't seen her wrestle yet. But she's got some good size to her. Is that big bitch that hangs out with Dakota Kai? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what the
2: heck's her name? Uh,
0: Spanish lady. Yeah. Yeah. Even me. Even me a yeah. yim. Hello, DJ. Are you still there? Okay. Even yeah, me but, a
1: uh, yim. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I, I don't take. I mean, the NXT women are—you are, know—good and everything, but. They're not. I. I don't see. Once again, I don't see any of them ready to be elevated immediately into a feud with Becky Lynch. Um, I want if it's not if they're not going to continue with Shayna Baszler for whatever reason. To me, it has to be one of two people, and that's either Ronda Rousey or Nia Jax. That's it. Nobody else. All right. I'm waiting to see
0: Nia Jax return. I can't. Uh... I can't wait to see, you know, how she looks, what her new look is. And, uh, but I mean, but, you know, getting back to the, to the, some of the gimmick matches that they have with this, this Firefly Funhouse, like Greg said, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what kind of match it was. In my estimations, I really don't think it was a match. It was just a stroll down memory lane, like DJ said, when he came out with the NWO and all that other shit. I mean, that's. That was just so ridiculous and to put John Cena, a 16-time champion in a program something like that. That's I think that was a slap in the face to John Cena.
1: But I think John Cena has enough clout that if it was something he did not want to do, right. they wouldn't have done it.
0: Because he even said, you know, he, it'll be a WrestleMania without John Cena cuz he said if it wasn't for Bray Wyatt challenging him, he wouldn't have been at WrestleMania. And we really can't say that, you know, the crowd wanted to see him because there was no crowd. But yeah, I would have to say, I mean, there's got to be, there's got to be a lot of ice packs and Ben Gay and everything else with Randy Orton and Edge today. that That was one of the most brutal matches I've ever seen in wrestling. And I've seen a lot of them really that was definitely a really good and gruesome match. I mean but I mean
1: if there was any two guys that can do it being being who they are, being you know, pretty much best friends outside of wrestling,
2: you know yeah. they, they, they they were two guys that could have that, that could have done that
1: match. Yep. No, they they couldn't have pulled it off with, with many others. Nope. And uh, and it was
0: a thing where I thought at one point Edge didn't get up when the referee got to nine because he was kind of like, he was kind of like in a crouched position, and then the referee just waved off and said, okay, continue, he's up. No, he wasn't up, you gotta be standing, but I think
1: it was, well, he was on one knee, so I guess that's kind of, you know,
0: I think they kind of considered that, you know, yeah. and maybe they cut a little slack because it was edge, but, uh, yeah, so I thought, wow. good. ahead, what about the- what about The
2: Fiend? I mean, being at that pole, he's probably not going to be, John Cena's
1: probably not going to be around anymore. So what? I could see him getting into something with Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Know. Yep. Definitely. And a lot of the internet bookers,
0: I mean, you you can sit there and say, you know, you don't want to hear about it all the time, but they're going to continue to talk about, Old school with the other guys and everything, and people are like, "Well, you know, Undertaker, AJ Styles, Undertaker, this, Undertaker." Well, I think, I think the only two people that they, one guy was saying on his website, I think the only two people that could have pulled off that match better was Undertaker, Sting. It's like, it's like people, let Sting, let let the Sting thing go. He's not coming back.
1: Well, as yeah, far Joe, as, Joe had posted a, a picture. Of you know the WrestleMania 37, you know Undertaker versus Sting, career versus career, and I I mentioned back on the page like I didn't realize Sting still had a career, right?
0: And and the same thing with CM Punk. You know, you want to make an appearance, make an appearance, but they're not going to be in ring competitors anymore. Yeah, I mean
2: maybe a one off or something,
0: but yeah, probably not. Yeah. So, I mean, after nine years, Edge still looks pretty good. He's in great shape. He's really cut. You know, like Greg said, he's got a contract for three matches. He's already had two. You know, who are they going to put him up against next? And, and I was thinking, sitting here thinking earlier, would they want to end Edge's last match in his, in his contract of three matches? Do they want to give him
1: his third match as a title match? But it's a three-year contract that he signed. So it's not like he's only matched wrestling three matches this year. He's still got two more years beyond this that he's going to be doing three matches a year and no less than 25 Oh, okay. So it's three
0: matches a year, for his yes.
1: three years. Yes. Oh, okay.
0: So nine yes. matches in total.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. At least. I mean, I'm sure there's clauses in this contract where if he decides to do other matches, he gets more money. Yeah. Um... But that's his minimum contract is three matches, twenty five matches, twenty five appearances a year. So who knows? We may see him on Monday Night Raw. Right. Um you know, tomorrow is one of his appearances. Yep. And uh yeah, so I maybe think maybe with Beth.
0: Maybe. I I was expecting to see her last night. Maybe Randy was going to get ready to do something where Edge wasn't going to get up and Beth Phoenix would show up and stop him or, or something like
1: that. I was really sitting there going, all right, where's Once Beth? again, I think a lot of quote-unquote extras didn't happen and couldn't happen due to the difficulty of travel right, right now. Yeah, um, they, I mean, I, I would imagine that WWE creative had a lot more that they wanted to do. I mean, after all, it is WrestleMania. Um, I think the biggest travesty of the night, something we haven't talked about, and we have about six minutes left, is that Rob Gronkowski is now the twenty four seven champion. Oh, he won it. After pinning Mojo Raleigh in a brawl yesterday. Um uh, you know, so I mean we talk about worst matches and dumbest things. Right. I mean you know, there was a lot of little things in it to pick on. You know, Gronkowski, they could have at least given him a different jacket to wear for quote-unquote night two. Um, he's got money. He's, you know... Yeah. Um, obviously, he could have afforded two different jackets. I mean, they were smart enough to put Charlie on Saturday and Kayla on, you know, Kayla Braxton on Sunday to make it look like two different nights. Um, but, I mean, what are you guys' thoughts, really? that that I mean, I think the way they did this WrestleMania... Was more, especially with the way that, like the of styles, Undertaker, the Firefly Punhouse, was more for those that, hey, you know what? There's nothing else to watch. Let me watch this and check this out, because those things weren't what a typical wrestling fan would want to see. Right. And I think with
0: with what they had to work with, with the virus and the travel and everything, I thought they pulled it off pretty well. Um, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy to go from a 85,000-seat stadium, like Raymond James Stadium, to nobody wrestling.
1: Really? There's no no fans. Really, every match was an audience of two. Michael Cole and uh, JBL or Tom Phillips, and um, Byron Saxton. Yeah, that's another thing. Were you guys surprised to see JBL commentating? It's like, wow, I was... I mean, yes and no, um, but... Who else were they gonna use? I mean, Corey Graves was quarantined with Carmella. All those things were pre-taped. Um, I mean, I can't really think of anybody. Yeah, you know, not many people better than having to be, you know, quarantined with than Carmella. Right. Um. So he wasn't available. So I mean, I mean, when they did the WWE backstage segments for a couple of the matches on the pre-show, they were all at their homes doing it via Skype. So I mean. JBL had a chance he already had travel arrangements to be in town because he was supposed to be going into the Hall of Fame. He was able to to be there for it, so why not? Why yep. not have
0: him? And somebody had mentioned oh. on one of his websites today, what happened to the Hall of Fame? It, I think I, I from what I heard they were going to be doing it for
1: SummerSlam yes, weekend. SummerSlam weekend is what I what I what I read a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, DJ, do we see maybe
0: another uh, a 39-time title run for R-Truth again? A seven-eleven, whatever he calls it. But uh, yeah, I missed the thing definitely. with Gronkowski because I was in the bathroom. But Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like they made that title for <laughs> R-Truth. Yeah. You know, keep them relevant. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, it was a thing where, you know, like I said to Greg, what the WWE had to work with, with the virus and the travel problems and some of the wrestlers with health issues, I thought they pulled off WrestleMania pretty well. You know, they're for like, the oh, well, part, it's... Huh? For the most part, I, I agree. I mean, they could have they did some of the matches a little better, but for the
2: most part, for what they were working with, you know, those other two matches, the uh, I mean, even though the Firefly Funhouse match wasn't any good, but that and the AJ Styles match—I mean, it was kind of cool to have to take away from the empty arena and, you know, kind of kind of give us something
0: else to watch other than an, an empty arena. And also, uh, a, and also a different Undertaker gimmick—he came out yeah. with the bike, like the yeah. American badass—and they kind of mixed it. They kind of made them both. Yeah, but but uh, when AJ Styles was on the tractor getting ready to dump the dirt, it was like, where the hell did the Undertaker come from? It was like, and that's the thing of trip photography,
1: right? That's the thing of being able to tape the match ahead of time and then cut it in exactly. Yep,
0: exactly. So, yeah. So we got about two minutes left here on Spotify. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did you guys notice that after after the Undertaker
1: buried him, AJ had his hand sticking out of the dirt? Yes, I saw that. That
0: was kind of cool. Yeah. So
1: I'm just wondering if that means. I'm just wondering if that means in a you know a month or two we're going to see a different AJ Styles.
0: Maybe I mean, well, yeah. So we want to thank DJ for joining us there in North Carolina. DJ, whatever you do, man, try to stay safe out there, buddy. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, yeah. we'll talk with you later. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, guys. All right. Bye. Take care. Thanks. All right, so that was nice to see, nice to hear from BJ. We got about another minute or so left.
1: Uh, Any closing comments there, Greg? No, I'm just, you know, it's, we're, you know, we were on the road to to WrestleMania. Um, Now we're kind of at the end of a road, and there's nothing in front of us. We we don't know what's in front of us. There's, you know, the proverbial wall, and just see where they're going to go now and. What they're going to be able to do versus what they're going to do um, is, is, you know, rather, you know, interesting. Because, yep. you know what, they, in my opinion, they, they can't afford to go stagnant because AEW is not.
0: Right. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Next week, we will, we will, we will be back on TalkShoe and Spotify. So for the illustrious Mr. Trivia and the Nookster Greg, thank you very much for joining us. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody. Take care.